0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Merit Shop Messenger podcast. My name is Stephen Lewis, Director of Governance and Leadership with ABC National. Today, we'll be interviewing Greg Meisinger, President of Meisinger Construction Services and member of the Eastern Pennsylvania Chapter, and Joe Propelia, President and CEO of the Eastern Pennsylvania Chapter. Greg and Joe will share with us their experience in getting the construction industry back to work in their state and what to look for when helping your members to reopen job sites and navigate the new rules and regulations put in place as a result of COVID-19. Greg, Joe, good afternoon. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Stephen. Appreciate being on.
1: Thank you, Stephen. It's very nice to uh, be here.
0: Great. So we're going to jump right into it. And the first question that I'd like to ask is, Greg, you're a general contractor in the Greater Philadelphia area that was obviously impacted by the state's order to halt all construction. Uh, How has that impacted your business over the past six to eight weeks?
1: Well, Stephen, we uh we were we were running strong. We had several projects going. We had uh, crews running all over the city. We had uh, we had a lot of great things happening, money flying all over the place, uh, and then everything came to a very chaotic. Uh, screeching halt um, to the extent that uh, all business um, ended um, all projects uh, ended abruptly um, we were told we had a week to quote unquote safe off our projects um, and, uh, and and everything um, stopped um, the, the money the money stopped flying uh, banks <laughs> banks froze up um, our bank, <laughs> Our bank didn't want to uh, allow us to spend money. It, it was it was it was crazy, and, and and a part of the craziness was all of the uh, the information flying around, either accurate or inaccurate. Nobody really knew what was going on. Wow. Uh, so it's been a pretty chaotic uh, six to eight weeks.
0: Yeah, quite the shock to the system, I'm sure.
1: Very much so. Yeah, it was kind of like pulling a bandaid off, uh, just ripping ripping the bandaid off and saying, you know, no more.
0: Yeah, yeah. So obviously that was 68 weeks ago. Uh, we're now approaching um, the second week of May, and construction resumed on May 1st. And Joe, just curious the state of Pennsylvania was one of a handful where construction was completely shut down or, or severely curtailed. What changed that? What changed between the first week of March and today?
2: Well, there was a lot of pushback, I think, from everybody in the industry, um, ABC and otherwise. Um, Everybody in the local industry was pretty upset by a full shutdown as fast as it was done. Um, Our governor uh, did that. um, when, when When Greg mentioned abruptly, it was extremely abrupt. And it was done late on a Thursday night, if I remember correctly, in March, um, with the deadline of the following next day, Friday, um, full stop. And to do that in the industry, as you know, is extremely difficult. Um, Not only difficult just to pull it off, but then the uh, residual effect of doing it, you know, to businesses, um, to the point, I mean, real world examples There were projects that, you know, our members complied and I'm sure our non-members complied as well. But it left job sites literally wide open, Mm -hmm. literally wide open, you know, a roof not being on or equipment being in a spot where you might not want to leave it for what has now turned into eight weeks. Um, So then gradually the governor started to hear those things and probably realized, well, maybe that wasn't such a great first move. Let me start to loosen some restrictions. And if it's an emergency visit, if it's to secure a job site. Um, And those things came out slowly. Um, But there was a lot of pushback from the industry, I think, that caused that. Mm -hmm. And um, and and it still goes on now, Um, even eight weeks, eight weeks later um, with different subject matter. You know, Mm -hmm. just more or less. We want to get back to work. It changed from securing job sites to get back to work.
0: Right. And
2: do you have any advice for chapters that are still working to get their
0: members back to work?
2: I do. Um, You know, we we definitely had pushed back as far as thinking, you know, or not only thinking, but communicating um, through our channels to the governor's office and to our legislators, how chaotic this became when, you know, you flick the switch off. Um, what we did immediately um, from the chapter level, we we shut down our chapter operations physically. We moved everything virtual, um, cleaned our locations, shut them down so no one could go back. No one could go back in. Um, and then we began the communication out. So our website be kinda, uh, became kind of a, um, a clearinghouse for all of the information from CDC government updates. My LinkedIn became uh, you know a communication platform to get things out. And the thing that we started, too, is we, we rallied the chapters in Pennsylvania to, to form a Pennsylvania construction task force to go over, you know, what are the true uh, facts of what's going on? What do we implement that's proper? And also then use that platform to go to the governor and say, hey, we're here as a resource for you. Um, and, you know, that's how we approached it.
0: Thanks for sharing. Uh, So what was the first thing that the chapter did following the announcement that construction work could resume in the state?
2: Well, you know, as we mentioned, um, we, we had thought possibly, and and I'll explain, we thought it was a mistake. Um, at first there was a press conference that was held, um, late in April and a question came to the governor, which said, um, we hear that construction is going to resume on May 1st. Is that correct? And he said, yes, that's correct. That started uh, literally from that moment. It left his lips and my phone lit up and we, we kind of jumped into action because I, we all thought it was a mistake. We all thought it was was supposed to be May 8th. Um, Therefore we started communicating again through the website, LinkedIn, email, um, getting everything out to our members, holding conference calls immediately Held a town hall almost uh, within a week of that for any members that wanted to participate to let them know um, that, A, it's a real date. And here's how you get back to work and answer any questions they may have, not only from safety being primary, but legal and human resources and and everything else. That kind of now you're flicking the switch on quicker than we thought. So how wow. do we how do we handle that? So that's uh, our town hall went very well. We had members that did great, um, you know, virtual webinars that were similar to our town hall for the chapter, um, really diving in deep to, you know, any legal issues or financial issues, et cetera. So
0: um,
2: all happened very quickly.
0: Sounds like it. So Greg construction resumed on May 1st. What exactly does that look like right now? Uh, What are the new rules and regulations that, that you're seeing as a result of COVID 19 on your job sites?
1: Well, the first thing, um, so May 1st, obviously, was on Friday um, this year. Um, so that didn't allow us to, to really get back to work, quote unquote. So what we did, uh, we took the oppor- opportunity to go out <clears throat> on our projects, uh, survey them, um, look at the regulations, make sure that we were following them. Um, we're required to have a, uh, a COVID uh, slash pandemic safety officer. Um, which is a, now a special course um, that's provided by OSHA. So we made all of our key guys take the, the COVID uh, OSHA uh, course to, to be w- uh, in compliance. Um, they haven't opened the doors completely. They're not allowing um, interior work uh, from confined space interior work to happen right now. Um, so there's still a lot of uh, red tape that we're still trying to cut through and get through to, to actually get back – to full speed, um, but we uh, we incorporated the CDC guidelines into our safety manual. Uh, people are wearing masks, gloves. We have hand washing stations uh, on the projects now. Antibacterial soap, encouraging uh, encouraging people to wash their hands and, and, and just stay clear of each other. Um, which is you know as you as you can imagine on a construction site is somewhat difficult. Um, yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, Joe, what is the chapter doing to help ensure that the membership has uh, this information ahead of job sites opening back up? Any resources that you would recommend to those that are currently working through the process?
2: Sure, a um, couple things again, you know I mentioned our you know our website and you know all the normal communication channels we have, um, and I think that most chapters have the one thing that um was part of our strategic plan this year was to move everything virtual, which I'm glad we did. Uh, It definitely put it into, you know, hyperspeed because we were looking to move committees and other things to, to a virtual platform. Being that that was done, it made it very easy to transition. So the thing I would recommend to chapters, we called the, uh, as I mentioned, the first uh, meeting that we did for the opening uh, a town hall, but we're going to continue to do those. I think some other chapters are doing that. Um, also, you know, relying heavily on ABC National for a lot of the best practices. And they've been coming out fairly regularly, both for just chapter operations and also to put out to our members. Uh, We're going to continue to do that. But I think, um, you know, this virtual world that we had to move into quickly, I think is really a great tool is actually a a wonderful transition um, to get things done quickly. And people are able to I know some people are getting sick of it now because it's eight weeks in a row. Um, but when you want to do something quickly and get information out quickly, it's nice to be able to do it, you know, in air quotes, face to face virtually. So uh, as these new things come out, we're, we're going to be putting uh, those kind of town hall formats together and get questions answered real time.
0: Yeah. And
2: Greg, have you been able to utilize the webinars that are coming
0: out from ABC? Have, have, have you seen those used by other members
1: i have and i gotta tell you it's been a great resource with a lot of really good accurate information i've been really fortunate um to have uh abc eastern pa in my corner because um while i'm i'm trying to deal with the minutiae and 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 the chaos and trying to to make sense of it um i know that the guys over at the chapter um have done their due diligence and, and looked through this information. And they're at least they're giving us the accurate information that I don't have uh, time to, to really go in and read the fine print because there's so much information. Um, ABC with these webinars and all the, and, and through the website, they've given us a lot of really good, uh, concise, accurate information. That's really helped us uh, move forward much, much, much faster.
0: Greg the Eastern Pennsylvania chapter covers the greater Philadelphia area, which traditionally has more stringent rules and regulations for the industry. Do you see a huge difference in the rules and regulations being enacted at the local level or is the local government taking their cues from the state government?
1: Philadelphia is kind of um, going above and beyond um, where you know they're they're really leaning on Philadelphia licenses licenses and inspections. Um, to to kind of lead the charge on this, and L and I uh, has done a, a good job at trying to uh, create and manage the regulations that the federal government is actually trying to uh, hand out.
0: With everyone getting back to work at the same time, are you seeing any supply chain or material delays? Any PPE shortages?
1: As far as uh, material delays, I think that the hardest um, the hardest. Part about getting materials is the curbside pickup and, and accurately uh, managing the pickup and, and the email ordering because you'll show up you'll show up to the material supplier and there'll be a line a quarter of a mile long to get you know to get your two by fours.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! And Joe, has the chapter been able to provide any assistance or guidance on these issues?
2: Well, I mean, we do rely heavily on the members, um, supplier members, to to communicate directly with the uh, with our other members. But uh, from the, from the guidance standpoint, again, we've really really leaned heavily on you know all the information that we're getting both from the national level, the state level, and then you know from our local members themselves. So um, you know, again, it's just it's just really getting clear communication out is you know what we've been doing so far, um, and I think we're gonna learn as we go a little bit here because, you know, we started on the first, it's been um, a little bit slow going as Greg just mentioned, you know, he gave that anecdote about, you know, quarter mile backups just to get material. Um, uh, you know, we're learning that on the chapter level as our members learn it. So I think go it's ahead. more of a more to come on that one, um, but we are really just trying to keep up-to-date communication going. Gotcha. So last question that I have for you guys
0: and Greg, I'll, I'll start with you is, what are the long-term impacts on the industry that you see as a result of the pandemic and any advice for other members uh, that are going to go back to work or other chapters that are looking to get their members back to work?
1: Uh, foremost uh, safety, 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 the safety of, of, of your, your, your people. Um, and then uh, as far as long-term, you know, the only thing that we could say on this is it's until further notice Uh, you know, because we don't know when this is going to end. So rely on your local chapters, Um, listen to them. They're they're doing their due diligence. Um, Make, you know, make sure that you read the fine print to see what the, what the safety requirements are, implement the CDC uh, guidelines into your safety programs and follow them for your person, your people's safety. Just follow them, please.
0: Joe, anything to add to that?
2: Well, yeah, I, I echo that. It's all it's all really safety. You know, ABC has always been, you know, we've made that pledge to be you know the best in safety world and promote world class safety. This is obviously no exception. Um and I'm glad that we've always had that as one of the you know the primary goals of the association. You know, for us at the chapter, it's really echoing what the members are going through. So, you know, when you come into the chapter office in May Uh, much like you would see in in some of the grocery stores or on our our construction sites or any place you're going in public. You know, there's that social distancing, six feet. There's markers, uh, you know, throughout our facilities. We're going to have our, you know, sanitizing stations, masks available when you come in. We're doing everything slower uh, than we probably normally had done. Um, You know, we're not going to have any large gatherings at the chapter office anymore, no large training uh, sessions breaking things up into smaller groups and, and, uh, re- you know, just really paying attention to the safety of the members and the participants in, in our events. So, uh, that's what we're doing currently. And I think it is, uh, more to come more to see more to learn. And, uh, as we move forward, we just hope that this, uh, this doesn't come back and bite us again, <laughs> this virus. Yeah. Uh, I know some are calling that it may happen again, but I'm, I'm glad we went through this first wave and we were vigilant in, in, uh, in battling it.
0: So. Absolutely. Greg, Joe, thank you guys very much for sharing your uh, experiences with us today. And uh, you guys stay safe out there. we Will do. Thank, thank you, Steve. Steven. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Merit Shop Messenger podcast. We hope that you found today's interview informational. If you have any comments or suggestions for future podcasts, please email us at MeritShopMessenger at abc.org. We are always looking for great stories and best practices to share with all ABC Chapter staff that will help in serving our membership. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the Merit Shop Messenger wherever you get your podcasts. Please stay safe and healthy, and thank you for all that you do for our members and to support Merit Shop Construction. Today, we'll be interviewing Carol Bowen, Chief Lobbyist for ABC of Florida and Vice President of Government Affairs for the Florida East Coast Chapter. Carol will share how ABC of Florida and the Florida East Coast Chapter are adapting their tactics for promoting and defending our members' interests and preparing to make a big impact in the 2020 election.